Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my students, friends, and welcome back to Hachzeik, our daily limit of Mrs. Sharm. Today we are up to day 55 in our limud as we continue to chapter 11 with the Midah of Nikias, of cleanliness. Previously on Hachzeik, we discussed the second in the list of sins between man and man in human interaction that we need to clean ourselves out of from, we've been going through. We discussed the idea of giving good advice and not giving bad advice. Before that, we discussed hurtful speech, and today we're going to talk about Rechilas and Lashon Hara, and then begin to talk about um, the issue of hatred, of hating a, another Jew and and, uh, and taking revenge. Those sins that we need to clean ourselves out from. Vaitim is a charm, starting with Rechilas and Lashon Hara. Rechilas and Lashon Hara. When it comes to Rechilas and Lashon Hara, so first of all, literally translated, Rechilas would be gossiping, like gossip mongering, and Lashon Hara is evil, bad speech, right? Disparaging speech. So just to be mechalic, so we understand the difference between the two, because people throw on these terms very much interchangeably. So gossip, Rechilas refers to when you, you're telling someone about what someone else said about them, or, or did to them, let's say. So it's more of like a, you're, you're talking about a third party to this person. So you're, you're gossiping, you're gossiping, that's the way. And then when it comes to Lashon Hara, that refers to any sort of speech that puts someone down, even if it's true, saying something to someone that, that will denigrate them, that will destroy them, or cause them anxiety or, or any sort of harm. That's, that's the idea of Lashon Hara. Mashenking, by the way, destructive speech, we said before, the like before, is more of an embarrassment thing. You're saying something that'll embarrass someone. So here is, is, is more of a damaging kind of thing. So let's, let's see how the Mishra breaks these down. When it comes to Rechilas Lashon Hara, Kvar Chomru Noda, the severity of these sins are very well known. Begodal enough of Kirabamo, and we know the base image was destroyed because of Lashon Hara, right? Begodal enough of Kirabamo, the, the, the branches are many, many in, in these categories, in, in, these, in these sins. To the point where Gemar Bavas or Chazal were goes there, they decreed the Mamar Shekavar Yizkarti and the Mamar that was already mentioned before in chapter 10, all these people stumble in the dust of Lashon Hara, is the, is the, the quote from there of Amru. So what is this, the dust of Lashon Hara? What does it mean, Avak Lashon Hara? Kegon, the Amar, Hecha Mishtacha, Mishtakach, Nura, Ela, Beplanya. Someone's looking for firewood to heat up their oven. They're like, oh, where can I find wood for my stove? And aside from so-and-so's house, i.e., those people, like, they, they're eating all the time. They're constantly cooking. They must, they're gluttonous. Like, you're, you're not directly saying, oh, these people are, are gluttonous. You're saying, like, oh, where can I find um, firewood for my oven, aside from those people who have an unlimited amount because they're like they're always burning it. They're like it's like it's it's indirect. It's an indirect way of disparaging someone. Oh, she sonov, or to sing someone's praises in front of their enemies because what you're really doing is just instigating the enemy to to challenge it and to and to to denigrate the person. Is anything like this an indirect negative speech? You're not saying the negative thing itself, but you're inferring it. You're causing someone else to say it. You're doing something that'll bring it about. Even though they seem like insignificant things, or and it's not really like gossip or malicious speech. It's considered the dust of these things, the Rechilas and Lashon Hara. What's the rule? The Yitzhar is brilliant. He has many different ways to get us to follow But anything that we can say that will ultimately result, or can ultimately result in damaging or degrading someone else, in front of him or not, that is considered Lashon Hara, whether it's direct or indirect. Which is absolutely despised and disgusted in front of Hashem. Because on that it says in Erechin, someone that says Lashon Hara 
It's as if they are a cover baker. They are denying the fundamentals of, of Hashem. Ukra Ksiv, Viter, it also says until him about such a person, Meloshni Oso Atmis. He who slanders his neighbor in secret, I will cut him down, Hashem says. So, very grave sins, certainly. And, like we see, even if you're not saying it directly, but it's avak, it's dust, it's passive, which we're trying to be clever and inferring things, and thinking of passive snide remarks that um, that we think may be funny or, or damaging to a person. For whatever reason, we need to avoid these as much as possible. And again, the key is anything that could that can result in damage. Not that it will. It can. That's what we avoid, even indirect. So that is cleanliness from Rechilas and Lashon Hara. And we're going to wrap up with the beginning of cleanliness from hatred and revenge. This is a big one. Kama Sanavanakima, so too when it comes to hating someone or taking revenge, Kashima od Lishagimolit Mimeno Lev Husalash Livne Adam. We spoke about this the other day. It's very difficult for the Imena Lev Hutal, the foolish heart of, of a human being to avoid hatred and, 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 and revenge. If someone gets embarrassed, it's it's a very acute difficult, painful thing to experience. When it starts, it's very, it's great suffering, great pain when someone embarrasses you. And revenge is, I love it, it's sweeter than honey to take to take revenge on someone. Because in someone's mind, they think the only way for me to get some sort of relief from the pain and humiliation that I'm experiencing from what the person did to me is for me to get back at them. Therefore, so if he's able to control himself, and he has the strength to, to go against his nature, that he's compelling him to take revenge and go against it or not, and to be mavaser, and to say, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to overcome my natural midos, my natural inclinations and tendencies, and not to hate the person that has brought hatred within him, that, is, that, is, that, 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 he, that has aroused the hatred within him towards him. Right? Not to hate that person that, he, that he's being compelled to hate because of what they did or said. And not to take revenge on that person when he has the opportunity to do so. And not even to bear a grudge against him. To remove it from his heart, rather, and make it as if he didn't happen. He's considered a very strong and mighty person to be, have such self-control. This would be easy only for the Malachi They don't have all these character traits of, of sinna and jealousy and wanting to bear a grudge and being feeling humiliated. Not for those who dwell in earthen homes, i.e. human beings, who we came from dust. Like, we were, we're physical, lowly beings. Of course, you know, it, it makes sense that we, um, for us, it would not be easy. For Malachim, it would be easy to control themselves and, and put it out of their heart and not be angry or bear a grudge or take revenge. But with us, we're a much lower version of, of, of being than, than Malach. In some ways, at least in this way, when it comes to these midos. So, it's not so easy for us. Amdam, Gezeris, Malachi. But the Ramchal says, however, Hashem decreed, this is how it is. You, you should not hate. You should not bear a grudge. You should not take revenge. And they cross Guluyim, bear hatev. And there are many psukim that say this very clearly. Enam, Tzrichim, Paris. They don't even need elaboration. And he quotes two psukim here. Lo sisna ezachicha Do not hate your brother in your heart. And also, Lo sikum velosita espanea Very clearly. You shall not take revenge, and you shall not bear a grudge against members of your people. Wow. So, very clearly, it's a high order, a tall order for someone to remove 
any sort of hatred or desire for revenge from their heart, especially once they're embarrassed. And then Ramchal addresses that and he acknowledges that. He says it, it's, it's very, very difficult. It's easy for Malachim, but very difficult for us. He doesn't really give us any clear advice, though, on how to, to overcome it. We'll learn about, more about this um, tomorrow, um, this idea of hatred and, and, and not taking revenge. Um, but all he says in response to the fact that it's very difficult and it's easy for Malachim and Afras is, Amnam Gezer's Malachu, it's Gezer of the king. How is that a response? So, so mentioned on the bottom of article here, Iman Haskalko, Matisio Salman, and Anas Paris, and Sharm. He talks about the idea that, he, he brings up the idea of a Nasa of Nishma, right? When, when Hashem was bringing, giving, offering the Torah to all the different nations, and he would say, here's the Torah, and they would ask him, oh, what's in it? And then he'd tell them about a certain, you know, sin that they, that they grapple with. They say, oh, that's not for us. That, that's, our, that's our thing. We can't kill them, though. All we do is kill um, But by the beginning, we didn't ask. You just said Nasa of Nishma. That sounds kind of reckless, right? You're agreeing to do it before you even know what's in it. Maybe it's not something you're capable of. But what a Kleist will understand, if it's Xerius HaMelech, if the king is saying, if Hashem is saying, here is my Torah, here is my blueprint for life, follow it and you'll live a great life, and you'll have a relationship with me, this is what's best for you. So it can't be Hashem's giving us something that we are incapable of, of accomplishing, of, of, of keeping the way he wants us to. It must be, therefore, that even if we think we're incapable of something, if Hashem gives it to us, that means he gives us the capability, he'll help us through it, right? Uh, just to, to end, and then, and that's the idea, right? That's the idea, the... Gazeras, but the fact that it's a gazer from the king that we shouldn't hate, we shouldn't bear grudges, we shouldn't take revenge, that means that we are capable. That means that we will be able to overcome and make progress in this area and control ourselves to even get to a point where we can remove it from our heart entirely and not bear grudge, not have hatred towards anybody. And I just want to end with, just to elaborate on that point, it's a very important idea. People say a lot, you hear this, um, I don't think I've mentioned this before, you hear from people like, oh, if Hashem gave it to you, that, that, that means Hashem never gives you something you can't overcome. Right? We hear that phrase a lot. You hear that phrase a lot. And technically speaking, it's not true. <laughs> Meaning, name to say like this. When Hashem gives us something, if we don't have Hashem's help to overcome our Yitzhah, if we don't have Hashem's help to overcome these Midos, we wouldn't be able to accomplish it. Really, literally speaking, ourselves, we are not capable of overcoming a lot of things that are thrown our way. But the fact that Hashem is, Hashem is telling us, you should do this, you shouldn't do this. Right? Hashem is giving us a, a command that means that Hashem is going to help us as long as we insert ourselves into it, we commit to it, we take it upon ourselves, we say, and we try, we have to try, right? So again, the idea that we, Hashem doesn't give us something we can't overcome, no, He gives us things we can't overcome ourselves all the time, but we can overcome them with Hashem's self, and that's the key. We should be zocha to, to recognize that, that even when we encounter things in life that seem to be impossible, that seem to be, totally go against our nature, we think, it's impossible, Hashem, how can you put this in front of me? If Hashem is putting it in front of you, that means... It's your job to work on it and to dive it hard to Hashem and ask Him for help to get through it. Because Ilu lo Azro, but that Hashem self, we wouldn't be able to overcome anything really in life. So we should be Zoha. We're going to go back to tomorrow and, and, and when it comes to this idea of sin and revenge, we should be Zoha to eradicate all hatred, all grudges, all desires for revenge from our hearts and ultimately reach the Madriga where when we get embarrassed, like I said previously, instead of turning it towards that person and, and feeling hatred and, and grudge and wanting to take revenge, we remove that from our heart and instead turn to Hashem and dive into Hashem and use it as an opportunity to 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 dive into to access that gate that is available to anyone that's been embarrassed and doesn't doesn't um, retaliate. Have a wonderful, wonderful zero hatred, zero revenge, zero grudge filled day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call five one six six zero zero eight zero eight zero.